Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Been There, Lost Fat podcast. Real education and advice from people who get it. We have been there, lost fat, and successfully helped many others in doing so. We're here to help you weed through all of the bad information and gimmicks to reach your health, fitness, and physique goals in a sustainable way. I'm Sarah Puccinari, an integrative health practitioner, certified nutrition coach, and head coach of Team Fit With Me. Here with my assistant coach and certified nutritionist, Jess Beloy. And Carl. But we'll get into that later. What's up, Jess? <laughs> and Carl. Hi. Just hanging out with Carl. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like every time we record a podcast, I'm going to be like, hey, we've got another animal at the Fuchinari household. Um, don't, don't mark, I mark if you're listening to this. I'm totally just kidding. <laughs> Mostly. What's been going on in your world, girl? Oh, you know, weddings and sickness and fun stuff. Oh my. Um, just kind of finishing out the summer with a, we have my sister got married and then um, the boys brought home a gift um, and we've been sick for a couple weeks. Um, so that's been a nice little intro into fall. Uh, the weather definitely took a turn. Um, it uh, was like 95 for a couple weeks, like every day. And then it dropped to like 65, 70, like it saw the state patrol. Um, so now it's like wet and cold and like dark in the mornings. It's a, a huge shift. Um, that's a good thing that you like that part, right? I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's still been 117 degrees here. Although last night, and it's been like teasing monsoon. So it's like it's been doing all of the things except for raining and cooling down. So it's been like thunderstorming. It's been like it's been turned like that, like weird, like Wizard of Oz, like color outside, mm-hmm. uh, like pretty much every day, uh, dust storm stuff. But then it like won't actually rain. And so last night, it finally like actually started raining and like full on soon. Uh, and so it's, it's cooled down, but it's like it's like gray and sad, which makes me sad because it's Labor Day weekend. But um yeah. What are you, are you doing anything for this weekend? Uh, nothing fun. We we have um I I'm ready for you to be like we're cleaning out the RV. <laughs> oh no no no! We are going to be tearing open a wall on the floor because we have a leak in our kitchen. Oh, huh, that's worse. Yeah, no, I'd rather oh. be cleaning out the trailer. Yeah, I'd rather be cleaning out. The yeah, trailer for sure. Oh, is it like does it like oh, we have down right now? Uh, yeah, like it's like a, like a either cracked, busted, leaking pipe in the wall. Oh, oh. can you do it yourself? Can you fix whatever it is? I think so. I'm not confident that I can, I can do it. What's that? So we're about, we're about to find out. We're going to move about to find out if we're adding yeah. just as resume or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I would consider this that it would still kind of fall under like the Mario stuff that I usually am accomplishing. Um, it's just like a little bit more advanced, a little bit more advanced Mario business. For anybody who like hasn't been around for a little while, there was a period of time that Jess had to like tear up her entire fucking house and she did it herself and then put it back together with some with a little help. But I mean, it's it's insane. This woman built a house um, if she had the time, but I don't give her that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't Well, That's not like I don't even want to do. I don't even really, really do the things that I have to do, but I don't really want to pay somebody to do them either. So, yeah, I mean, I I hear you. 
Um, we're, we're not all that, you know, what? it's funny. I like used to call myself a handy person when I was like in the horse business and like when I like care to be handy and learn stuff. And now I just like have no desire. And I feel like the more I learn things, the more I'm like expected to do them. So I don't. Um, but Mark is not handy at all. And over the years, he's found a little better, like he's been like fixing toilets and shower heads and things. I mean, like he's not, you know, tearing apart and building back houses like you are, but, um, you know, we're not, we're not sending, <laughs> but he's not snap waters all over just yet but he's uh yeah he's definitely gotten better um we have oh my gosh so our labor day well hopefully the weather will clear up so that we can have like pool and stuff yeah. although i still you know, can't get wet for from my from my boob job like mm. definitely <laughs> i'm a land creature for a while now because it just takes forever to heal but we have a couple of friends coming up from california and luckily he doesn't listen to this podcast so i'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you all about the drama that could ensue this weekend so our friends, our good friends, they just broke up, like they broke up after they were here last time for Memorial Day. And so this is the first time that we're seeing like either of them really like, you know, post breakup. So he's just coming, but he's still like super sad about it. So we can, we're either going to have like a really fun weekend with just him and another guy that's coming out um, or we're going to have a weekend of like fucking sob stories. So it could really, it's, this could be, there could be a whole, it could go either way. But anyway, what are we going on? I'm trying to think of like what's well, let's talk about Carl. <laughs> let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> the so, tiny baby. Uh, I know I'm like deciding how far back I want to go on this Carl story. Um, but I mean I mean I feel like well, it's the bird. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean it starts with Raphael, really. If you really want to go back. Everybody knows the Raphael story though. We've been down that road. That's our that is our Sapata tourist who is he's currently roaming the backyard right now. Raphael is super happy that the temperature has dropped. He's been like coming out of his burrow. Um and he's been he's been he's been doing cardio for like what's I let him out like four hours. This is probably the longest I've ever seen Raphael exercise for. So he is feeling the cooler weather. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just get these, like, I, I, I blame it on the universe because I just like felt like it wasn't, we still needed another animal. And I thought that it was going to be. And so I started saying to Jess, like, let's look for a weird animal. Like an, I'm on another unusual animal. So we're looking up like all sorts of weird shit. Um, and I decided that I want to learn more about birds. And we had, we had birds really briefly when I was growing up. And there was definitely a reason why we only had them really briefly. Um, but, and I didn't, I know I didn't like that, but, and I, I generally honestly fucking think, I think birds are like horrible, like soulless animals. Like you look in their eyes and it's just vacant, evil. Um, but I thought, I don't know, somebody told me I needed to learn more about birds. So everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. Jess is egging me on. She's like, yeah, yeah. Go learn more about birds. Uh-huh. Go find, go, yeah. Go to the bird store. Go talk to these bird people. So I find this bird store. I, of course, decide that I want to have like the most advanced, like, like talking, uh, interactive breed that there is. So I start looking into like these African grays and they like, and they're the, like, so lots of birds can mimic speech, but they're uh, one of the few birds that like can actually like, they know what they're saying. And so I'm like, well, this sounds like fun. We're going to get it to say all sorts of like dirty stuff. Like, this is be great. So I go to the bird store and I meet this bird, the bird lady, the bird lady, Debbie. And Debbie and I hit it off like, it, like in the weirdest way and have so many similarities she lost the exact same amount of weight that i have and then we get to the end of our little like intro and girlfriend is from new jersey and then we're born in the same fucking hospital so i bond really hardcore with with debbie and then she's like teaching me all about birds 
I don't really bond with these African gray things because they don't like to be pet. So she's like, you should look in these this at this cockatoo. So I meet this cockatoo, this whole thing. Okay, I'm going to try not to make this super long story, although it's going to be no matter what. So I decided, so I meet this bird. It's a baby bird and, I'm, and it's adorable and it's really snuggly. And I'm like, okay, well, let me come back tomorrow. I'm going to bring my husband so we can meet the bird and give him the final green light. Um, and I'm ready to I'm ready to, to learn about the bird life. And so, and she's like, I'm like, you're going to be my Mr. Miyagi. You're going to teach me all about the bird. Okay. She's like, totally in. So I bring Bar Mark back the next day and Mark is like, Mark's like, I have a 0% interest in that. And I was like, well, if you're at 0%, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get the bird. And then Mark's like, well, let me, let me like look into it a little bit. So Mark looks, Mark gets lots of entertainment out of the fucking stories from bird people. But basically, like, if you have a bird, it's going to be loud. It's going to, there's, it's going to, um, it's definitely going to injure you at some point. Um, and, it, and, it, and it could turn up on you like at any time. I still am not totally off the bird. I'm like, let me just keep learning. Let me learn a little bit more. Maybe if we're like excellent bird owners, our bird is going to be a great bird. Um, and people that have birds really fucking love their birds. The thing that I could not get over with the bird is that an animal shitting in my house. I just, I, and for the rest of my life, because they outlive you. And I'm like, you know what? I just, that I, there's, I can't, I, there's no workaround. There's no workaround to this thing shitting in my house. So I get off the bird thing. I decide that the reason that the universe led me to the bird store was to meet the bird lady, who I'm now like super friendly with. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to get another dog. <laughs> but I'm going to get a different kind of dog. I'm going to get a laugh dog. And, um, and you know, since I scared the crap out of Mark with the potential of getting a bird, talking him into the dog was like super simple. Um, so here we are with Carlo, who is now sitting on my lap. Uh, we were throwing around names for our new little friend and we decided to name him after my father-in-law because it's funny. So this is Carlo. We call him Carl when he's being naughty, uh, which he is right now as he's attacking my hand. Uh, but it's a new adventure and him and Bear are like besties. They, they're beating the crap at each other 24-7 in the best way. And funny enough, the old dogs we're paying more attention to because Bear is distracted. So we're like, it's, it's he fit in like a puzzle piece. Universe wanted Carl to live here. So that's the story of Carl. That's pretty much what's been going on here the past week. But he's so cute. I'm obsessed. Uh, Has it only been a week? Like, it's only been it's been a week today. Happy anniversary, Carl! One week today, he's rescued from the Mexican streets, um, and that's what and that is his story. Is that he was Mex rescued from the streets of Mexico where they do horrible things to dogs, um, and now he's cruising in style. So that's what's been going on here. Um, we should probably talk about some health and fitness stuff, though. <laughs> what? Um, I feel the like fitness of Carl. Uh, yeah, I mean, Carl is fast as fuck, boy. Like, you should see, I, I, I gotta take some footage of Carl. Carl is, uh, he's, he's an athlete. I'll tell you that. And we got, like, a, we got, like, a pen to put him in three, I feel three feet high. Motherfucker can jump over three feet. And by the way, he's, like, 10 pounds. Um, Carl is an athlete. He's, he's, he could set some records. It's pretty impressive. I have no idea how we're ever gonna leave the house, but, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he's been a real treat. But there's definitely there's definitely some destruction on the way. Maybe not like bird level destruction, but Carl's gonna fuck some shit up. Sure. Destruction, yeah, for sure. He's gonna fuck some shit up. Um, but the bears gonna teach him how. Uh, yeah. Well, my RAP to first pair of shoes. Just when and you know bears bears like end of puppy thing was still I just we just like couldn't get him for like not destroying my flip flops and I had them on subscribe and save from Amazon. 
because I just knew I was anticipating it. Yeah. And so I get I would have them delivered like every three, three or four weeks. And then I found myself with a collection of like three of them. And so I was like, okay, well, this means that there is like, you know, better and we're good. So I canceled my subscribe and say, enter stage right, Carl. First week, one pair of sandals. Good. Now I'm going to have two of the wings. I feel like Carl has potential that he'll like chew through walls or do something like, I think he's going to do something more fucked up than bear. Okay. Okay. Well, I just repair the hole in the wall that Bear chewed. Yeah, well, once we recover from see, puppy, you know, the business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I can spackle like a motherfucker. You should see me. So, that'll we'll have to do that. There's definitely an almost filled joke in there, but I'll, I'll, I'll hold my time. <laughs> so. I feel like we needed to pod this week, like, even though we've had sickness and I have had Carl destroying my life, but also just be the biggest light in my life. Uh, because I feel like we're like at this time of the year with like, you know, like they say, like the dog days of summer where people are just getting like so it's like kind of like burnt out and like uninspired. And I feel like a lot of people are like waiting for motivation to come. And so here we are to motivate you. <laughs> um, but it does like that. I feel like summer is arguably like the hardest time to stay on your health and fitness game. Everybody thinks it's the holidays. Yes, the holidays have their challenges, but the holidays only like a couple of days. Summer is like like event after event, week after week, month after month of things that are food and alcohol focused. And so I I, I find that like even even my most superstar of clients uh, start like, you know, getting a little a little run down towards this time of year. But I think that uh, wrapping up summer with Labor Day and moving into this next season is like the perfect time to tighten it up or get started. Um, I know that everybody says that there's no perfect time to start or no good time to start. And that is very true. Um, there's no good time to start, but they, I would argue that there are better times than others. And this window of time, this window from for like back to school, people's your schedule is getting a little bit more regimented up until the end of the year or even until Thanksgiving, you can make a ton of progress. And this is like the time where like there's no fucking excuse. There's not like there's literally no excuse. This is the time to tighten it up. This is the time to get started or to get back on your journey. Um, and you can make, I mean, literally four months for the end till, from now until the end of the year, you can have a whole ass transformation by that. So this is the perfect and, time. And you're not waiting until the new year, new year crowd go in and muck up all the gym stuff. And there's 10 tons of people in the gym. You get ahead of that crowd, know how to do all the machines. You're going to be less susceptible to disease in the gym if you get started now, because you'll get easy before the influx comes with the new year. Okay, well, the other thing that I have been talking to a lot of clients about is bringing just like that little extra, that little extra oomph. And I was talking to, it all started, this theme all started with a particular client who she's, she's a pretty darn consistent client. Um, but she was checking in like week after week and like things were like holding about the same. And she right now we're not working on fat loss. We're working on bringing down her cortisol, um, which is as we're bringing stress down and bringing inflammation down, it's putting her in a position where she can put on muscle, where she lose fat. So she's really improving. She's also eating like, oh, my God, like a ridiculous. Like she's well over 2000 calories, like well over like 250 carbs. She's in a good spot. Um and she's been doing all of the things, but she said to me, she was like, I feel like things aren't like changing like they were when we first started this protocol. 
And I said to her, well, you're you've kind of teetered down on your intensity. So you're in this good place where you're basically maintaining, but you need to like bring it a little bit more. And so I said, I want you to literally check in next week and be reporting back to me that you 100% like did everything that's in your power. Like you have a perfect week. Just like humor me and have you can do anything for seven days. Have a perfect week. Let's see what happens. And then it also gives me the information that I need that if I need to make adjustments, it can. So she said, all right, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to do the damn thing. I'm going to make sure that I am like hitting all of my variables. Did she have 100% week? No, but she had probably like a 97% week. And she was probably floating at like 85, 90% consistently. And I will tell you that just bringing it that extra little bit, tightening up that extra little bit, bringing that intensity to her training and to her nutrition, she made, I sent you her pictures, like she, the progress that she made in that week was more than she had made in the past month. And it and it wasn't like that big of a it wasn't that much more discomfort and it had that much more return. And I've so and after having this experience with her, I've had this conversation now on repeat with a couple other clients that are just like they're doing it, but they're not like bringing the, that like oomph behind it. And so I've just been saying, just give it a try. Just give like that little extra like five percent. And it's making all the difference. It's crazy to see the changes. I have also been guilty of that. Yeah, well, okay, so let's and so let's call and it paid off. <laughs> um, yeah, like you can. I mean, and you can be a little whole hum about it if you want to maintain. But like, if you're really looking to progress, especially like, especially when it comes to like hormonal repair or fat loss, or like if you're really looking to make measurable, noticeable progress in a short period of time, you've got to bring it, girl. Like, it's not we're not fucking around. And especially like the deeper that you get into this journey, um, like the more intensity that you have to bring. Like for me at my stage, like. If I want to get leaner than I am now, I have to get more uncomfortable than I'm going to get. So I'm just not going to do it. But um, <laughs> but that's also a decision that needs to be made. And you and I have had, like, you've had that happen too, where you've been like, you know what? Right now, it's not that important. So I'm going to stop attempting to diet and fucking with my metabolism. Um, and I'm going to take a diet break. And I'm still going to live a lifestyle. I'm still going to practice maintenance. But I'm not going to attempt to diet until it, until I'm actually going to do it. Um, and I'm also not backsliding. I'm also right. not backsliding and, and throwing it all into a fuck it bucket and and gaining weight during those times. Um, I'm just maintaining, following my same habits and just not to that level of intensity and perfection and, and, and things that I have to do in order to make changes. Um, and it is that like, you know, well, why, why, why is it just that like little bit? Well, that little bit is like are just pushing out, pushing out of like your body, like fighting you to maintain homeostasis because that's what everybody like denies and everybody wants to not believe is that our bodies want to stay the same. Like we are designed to stay the same because that's how we would survive. And so if you think about my, my favorite analogy is if you think about a caveman, cavemen could live through feast and famine because they would adapt to their environment. So if they were feasting and they move into a famine, they would first have a response, they would lose weight, but then they would adapt to that environment of scarcity and be able to survive instead of continuing to to deplete and then and then die off, right? Um, I mean, I guess some, some might survive all the fittest, uh, but our bodies really are designed to stay the same and will always adapt to our environment. And another thing that's really important to to know is that our bodies maintain within a range. So like when you are like having that bite off of your kid's plate or having that extra like lick of the peanut butter spoon because you didn't weigh it right by putting the container on the scale, um, then you you will throw yourself out of a deficit. Our bodies maintain most of us in about a 200, 250 calorie range. 
you can, I mean, literally, I have had like my, so my thing is usually like picking like random things out of the pantry. And I had like a period of time that like cashews were calling my name and I would like have like one or two cashews, like three or four times a day. And I was adding it up and I was like, well, fuck, no wonder why things aren't changing. Um, I recently actually had a client that she didn't realize how many, how she was eating Jolly Ranchers and she didn't realize they had calories. Oh. She was eating 300 calories in Jolly Ranchers a day. I can't remember if she was like trying to quit smoking. She was doing something. I should, yeah, I think that was it. it. Was I think she was quitting smoking? Yeah, and she thought that and she like didn't think anything of it, and then it like dawned on. She was like, she like couldn't figure out why she wasn't losing weight. And I was like, okay, well maybe we just need to like you know tighten it up a little bit more, make a couple little changes to your plan, and then it like dawned on. She was like, and it, and it was like she checked in and she was like so embarrassed because she's like been around for a while, and but it's like but that led literally is like one of those things that like you just sometimes you just don't think about it. And you're like, oh, it's just a it's just a mint or something like that, mm-hmm. or it's just a couple of goldfish off my kid's plate. Um, that, that is the extra 5% we need you to bring. And that is when you're really, really going to get rocking. I'm going to have to pull out that, uh, post that I made a while back about, you know, just a bite of this, just a couple chips, just a couple uh, fries out of your kid's happy meal. Dude, I want you to pull, I, I want to post that every single week, but I'm so terrible at finding the things. So if you just, you just sent it to me every week, I'd post it every week. Okay. Um, it is, it is a great post though, but it is so accurate. Like you don't think about those little things, you know, having a, having a sip of you, a sip of soda, a bite, bite of your kids, whatever, uh, you know, if you, uh, oh, this is something I used to do. So I would like, I, I would have my meals all ready to go planned out. And then I'd be like weighing everything for my meal and I'd like weigh my rice on the scale and then I would like take a bite out of the container afterwards and then it was like and it was like so like it I, I was such like a stupid thing to do but I think that we've all done it and I and I would like literally like weigh it out to the gram to the gram and then I would be like oh let me just out of the container just another bite of rice no big deal um well first of all the like mental game of that like sneakery was so so on brand for former binge eater sarah over here um but that i pulled all sort all sorts of shit like that like crazy or like even like measuring out your portion and then being like oh let's do a couple of little chocolate chips in my bowl um no don't do that you're by the way you're not going to notice it when you're eating your meal of those couple grams but it will make a difference in your results yes yes it will what kind of sneaky things have you done? <laughs> Come on, Jack. I mean, I mean the kids' plate thing—that's a huge one. Like you know, even just like when I'm pulling out, even now, like even when I'm pulling out like berries and stuff for the kids, it's like, oh, these berries look good. I'm just gonna have a couple berries. Oh, I'll just have a couple of grapes, you know. And but then you know, over over time, oh, throughout the day, doing that for all hundred times that these kids ask for a snack. You know, that adds up over time, even if it's, you know, two or three grapes each time. Well, and I think that I've had like a couple of clients that have been like, well, I, you know, I had <laughs> that have been in a relationship to their kids, a relationship, just any, any kind of grazing. Well, I just, it just like, it was just, it was just, it's impossible to lock it. So I just, so I just decided not to log it that day. It's like, bull fucking shit. You are, you're selling yourself short and you don't want to admit it. And that's something that I also see is that like, you know, there, I, I, I have, um, one cl- a client who I said I wanted you to bring it and I'm one, I'm one of that those people uh from two weeks ago and she was like I've I've been logging five five of my seven days and I'm like well what the fuck are you eating the other two days um and it was like you know like is it are you is it because you're just eating the same thing that you ate yesterday that you logged or is it because you're eating like an asshole which I knew that was the, the thing um and it's like you're you're selling yourself short by not being honest all of the time and it's like I love that that I was always thinking about macros and and consumption like a budget because it really is that 
if you're if you're planning your finances and your budget and you just and you track everything that in your in your little spreadsheet Monday through Friday, uh, but then you go and you buy a fucking Porsche on Saturday, like you still bought the fucking Porsche. And and then you're gonna be looking at your spreadsheet going, I don't understand. I I logged out everything except for the weekends. I don't know. I, my budget doesn't make sense. Uh well, like, yeah, it does. You're just ignoring that Porsche that you bought. Um and it's not that and and then the other piece is is that once you once you track the Porsche, then you can start budgeting in for that as well. Um, so you don't find yourself in this uh on you know, earn your paycheck all week and overspend it on the weekend because that's a really frustrating place to be. And I see people do it. And I'll see people stay stay the same for forever. But literally from from riding that ride. And it's like if you just would be honest about your intake on the weekends and use a little bit of strategy, you would be you would be rocket towards your goals. It's just mm-hmm. takes that little extra percent, little extra oomph uh all, all days, not just Monday, I'd say Monday through Friday. Yes, yes. Um, I definitely struggle more with staying on a routine when I don't have structure in my day. Um, so that's why I work seven days a week. So there's that option too. Um, you know, if you <laughs> just gotta go farm ever, or you can, or you want for me and have the most fun. Just work seven days a week, and then you'll have structure every day. That's that's my tip. <laughs> I mean, that is as as I have found my work-life balance in probably the past, uh, I don't know, like a year and a half. Because I used to be, I mean, like not, there was nothing but 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 fit with me. And now I have other things, which is awesome. Um, but it does lo- leave, some, leave, leave some room for fucking around. Um, and if you fuck around too much, you definitely go find out. Um, and sometimes it does take like that, you know, you got to touch the, touch the stove just to make sure it's hot. Um, but, you know, it, it is like... It, you know, every, everything counts. And even if you don't count it, your body be counting it, girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even just changing the routine. Like, I don't try to stick with the same work week routine on the weekends because I know that that doesn't work for my weekends. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, if, if I can do five meals while I'm working um, and make that work on the weekend, sometimes I'll do four or three mm-hmm. because it works better for the flow of my weekend, a little bit more unstructured um time so you know the same strategies aren't going to work all of the time either you might have to make a little adjustment um well it sounds like you have a plan i mean and i know it sounds crazy (laughs) but having a plan is really it really does it is the most underrated underrated hack that there is having a plan planning your food prepping your food those things matter um and like and just stopping that cycle of that you know literally it's usually like what monday through like thursday and then thursday you're like there's a happy hour something and then friday there's the this and then there's the you know and then the excuses start coming and like i've got to sometimes i like i feel like we should just write a diary of excuses because because if you you're like to you they sound valid but if you say them to somebody else like or maybe maybe if you say it out loud you'll realize how fucking ridiculous you sound because sometimes people will say things to me that are like so so off the wall that i'm like you don't really believe that this is reason for not sick diet you're like do you really do you really believe that i think we're gonna when maybe we're gonna start logging these so i so feel like this could be like an faq comment give us content I feel like this could be like an FAQ sheet, but it's like just the excuses and then like the response to the excuses. And you can have a whole sheet of them and you can just be like, look, somebody already gave this to me. Here's the response. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can. And, and it's it, and like it really is like there. 
there are some clients that I will literally be like, I am crowning you the queen of excuses because every time I see you, you got a million reasons why you're not doing it. We got to turn you into a positive poly by your focus on the other reasons why you are doing it, going to do it and doing it. And uh, and I, I have to say that, you know, I have seen people move about to 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 take care of themselves and to reach their goals um i have made myself very uncomfortable you have like we have all gone through periods of time and it's not that that has to be forever but like when you're when you're working on like literally changing who you are because that's what it is i mean like that that that's what this this lifestyle is a full, full lifestyle change it comes with discomfort um, but it's temporary discomfort. And then it's like seasonal too. Like we go through different phases and even like, and even like looking at your week, like you're home most of the week, but you go to the office twice a week. You have to probably get a little bit more uncomfortable to be prepared on those days. Um, but there have been many times that like I have been up at two or three o'clock in the morning to, uh, to meal prep or that I have been when I used to travel for work, I'd be in like bumpfuck Alabama at like three o'clock in the morning looking for, looking for some gym uh, to get it done. Like if it's important to you, you'll get it done. Um, or you can just be, you know, a sucky sucker and keep making excuses. But it's just sometimes the excuse thing just blows my mind. I would rather somebody just like own it and be like, I decided just not to do it. This like I just decided that, you know, this wasn't important to me that I can respect. But the excuses are just out of control because I think that they like fucking believe themselves. And it's like, girl, I could wait. We live in a, in a time of too much convenience. Um, I mean, I can place an order right now with Walmart and have it delivered to my door in an hour and I can have my full meal prep rotisserie chicken and all delivered to my door. I don't even have to leave my house to do so. Right. What, what we recently had somebody say that they um, that they like had to participate in like eating shitty food at a business center. And I was like, you are full of shit. Like, literally, I am calling you on your bullshit right now. Um, my my career pre pre coaching was all about entertaining clients. First of all, I have totally brought meal prep to a restaurant. They don't give a fuck. Um, you don't have to do that. But it, I, I was going through a protocol and it was the this was and I asked this question at check ins every week. Uh, and uh, that I ask people what their what they what their expectations are, what their goal is for the upcoming week. And one of the options is it's 100 percent the most important thing I'm willing to get as comfortable as it takes to make as much progress towards my goals. Well, that meant sometimes whipping out a food scale at a restaurant or bringing meal prep to a restaurant. That meant I mean, I've gotten pretty uncomfortable, um, but you don't have to do that. But you also don't have to trash your body every time that there is. And a social event or a business event, you can always make things work. There's always some sort of protein and vegetable. You could always have a backup, like in case of emergency, if there's only shit served uh, in your purse. I like recently, even I've had, we had um, Debbie, I'm calling you out. Um, I'm not really calling you out, but Debbie posted on the Facebook group. She was like, we're going to a restaurant that they, I think it was like a mom and pop type of thing. They don't have the menu posted online. Like, well, how do I handle this? And I was like, fucking call a restaurant, ask them what they're serving. Just like if you're going to somebody's house, hey, what are you cooking? It doesn't mean that you have to tell them that they can't serve what they're planning on serving. But maybe if they're making if they're making fried chicken, uh, you can say, hey, I would really love to bring an appetizer. So I'm going to bring some veggies and dip. I might bring a shrimp cocktail. Um, I might I might bring some fresh stuff to throw on the grill, too. And by the way, anybody that is ever grilling for Labor Day, which I guess this podcast probably come out like on Labor Day. Um, anytime that you fire up the grill like that is the time to meal prep like get every get all proteins going and have your proteins ready for the week mm-hmm yep prepped protein that's the that's the key to success i think well and a little bit of prepped veggies too but for you know if you have easy protein options i think that that's a it's a big win 
I have been so lazy with the things for that as far as that. But my my like meal laziness, I think that I can't get any lazier than I do. Um fully healthy guys. Um, but I've been to I've literally been buying like or Mark's been buying because Mark is the grocery man, uh like a big veggie dip thing from Costco. Cause I'm even too lazy to chop vegetables. And then I just take uh Greek yogurt with some that ranch seasoning or the French onion soup mix for a dip. Um, and I've been doing that for a lot of my vegetables. I'm doing like bagged lettuce. I've been just not, not doing. Have you seen the latest uh, right now, the latest TikTok or reels or whatever? It's um, cottage cheese and mustard. Um, I have not seen that and I am, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to try it. No? Are you going to try it? I might. I might try it. I like mustard and I like cottage cheese. So let me know what you think. Oh, Tiff, was it Tiffany? Tiffany, Tiffany said that the uh, that uh, I I feel like I shouldn't announce this until I buy one. She was saying that the Benedict Creamy is uh, for sale somewhere on sale somewhere um, because I have looked at the Creamy a couple times on Amazon, but it's like two hundred fifty dollars, and I know it's going to be one of those things that I definitely don't. It's definitely going to get used like once or twice, and then I'm going to be like, this is too much effort. Um, but I still, even knowing that, I still you know want to hose my body on it. Um, I mean, business expense, but. Uh, but I, I wasn't going to pay full price. I'm pretty sure she told me I have to look. Now I'm looking it up here. Pretty sure that's who it was. I want to I make sure I get credit where credit is due. But I'm pretty sure Tiffany Clark is the one that told me that there was, there was a creamy. And I'm going to see where it's from. I'm loading it right now. Cue elevator music. <laughs> My mom's been on a hunt from them for months now. She, she's dry, she, she drives all over into different states and whatever and goes to all the different stores walmart costco wherever tries to find them hasn't found one really mm-hmm. well i think it would know maybe it worked for me um fuck whoever told me about it let me, oh yes she did she said ninja creamy walmart has them for 149 okay it was my mom did see them at walmart recently but the only one that they had um this was at the walmart in vegas it was only the one on display and i was like well did you ask them if you could buy the display one at a discount since it was the display and she's like well no i didn't think to do that i'm like well it was sitting right there i, I would have been all over that i mean i've addressed anakin's before for my size <laughs> like, yeah i have i mean why not um <laughs> funny story mark and i were at dicks the other day um he he's obsessed with those what are those like they're called like on sneakers oh, oh i think they're just like on i i could think i don't know um uh, i don't know specific brand and they're they're not like stupid expensive or anything but he loves them and so he wanted to get another pair and we are at dicks and i was uh it was a couple of weeks ago so i was still on painkillers and i literally one of the mannequins scared the shit out of me have you was that the same trip you were bra, bra shopping uh I don't remember. There's there's been a lot of weight in the past couple of weeks. I, everything's just blended together. But finally, I'm like feeling human. Uh, Paige, uh, Paige Smith, who by oh my god, I can't wait. I I need to post her transformation. I say in her transformation. She mm-hmm. she just finished up her first year. Um, I actually like missed her our anniversary by week, but I pulled her start to nows, and I'm just I'm, I'm overdue to post a flying transformation because oh my god, you girls have been fucking crushing it um but anyway Paige is local and she was telling me at her check-in about how she got an amazing massage and i was like girl i'm crippled like i can't do anything i hope the masseuse isn't gilbert she was like she is so i went the past two weeks to get a massage and this woman has like changed my life and i went this morning and literally because my i think just from like guarding my chest 
like everything is just like my neck shoulders traps have just been like I mean like searing pain like cannot sit in a chair without back support like it's been bad like I couldn't even when I go to like stand up straight like goes right to my lower back so anyway I went to go see this woman last week and she like changed my life it was amazing it's painful very painful um, but I went again today and I said to her I was like you know I'm gonna tell you like I've had a lot of massages like I'm a bit of a massage snob uh, but you're like you're good and she looked at me and she, like the look on her face and I was like oh I guess you already know that you could definitely tell why tell why she has why she has like a career where you like don't talk to people um but she's great at what she does good that's awesome I'm glad you did that well my normal massage place is we by the way if anybody has has not done a foot massage thing and gotten a regular massage then you should uh the foot massage places that are all over the place except for fucking ohio by the way and when my mom were in ohio we were like let's go find a foot massage place they like didn't have one um, but they give awesome massages and they're super cheap and that's usually where Mark and I go. But I was freaked out because of my like limitations with recovery that I wasn't going to be able to communicate with them um, because they don't speak English. So I wasn't sure if I was going to like re-injure myself and have as they're like twisting me in a pretzel and doing all of these things. But I don't know. That's what's going on with recovery. Although I went to the gym for the first time this week. You did. Um, it was really lame. Uh, Mark was like, I, I, I was like turning a corner and on like what, Monday. And I was like, oh, I like, I think I like feel, I pretty much like feel like me. I was like, I'm really excited to like get going back to the gym. And then by that afternoon, I was like in full on spasm, so much pain, had to take killer. And I was super depressed bitching to Jess about it. But things have been getting better this week. So Mark was like, you know what? Even if you don't go lift, like you just need like go on the treadmill. You got to get out of the house because I like I'm such a homebody. So I went to the gym two days ago and I walked and I was just going to walk on the treadmill. But 10 minutes on the treadmill and I wanted to fucking commit suicide. So uh, so as I'm on the treadmill, like like three minutes in, I was like, this isn't going to last very long. So I started like scoping things out around that. I'm like, OK, what can I do? I know I can't do any upper body still, but I can definitely move my legs. And I was like, I, know I can't do anything that's plate loaded because I know I can't move the plates. So now I'm like eyeing the, the Smith machine. And I'm like, I bet I could climb under that Smith machine and I can like unlock the thing and, and do some squats. And I was like, and I can put increments of 10 on the bar. I know I can lift 10 pounds up. And so, but then there was a bench underneath it. And I was like, I know I can't move that bench. So I finished my 10 minutes on the treadmill. I decide I'm going to swallow my pride and I'm going to ask somebody to move the bench for me. But then I'm going to have to tell them I had surgery. And it's very obvious that I have fresh tits. So I walk into the middle of the gym floor and I ask this nice gentleman if he can please move this bench for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was, it was, we both, there was like a moment and I was like, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm going <laughs> to, and he was like, don't go too high heavy now. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I did 10 minutes on the treadmill. I did three sets of squats with, in the Smith machine. I did. And then I did three sets of lying ham, hamstring curls that, and I was like, I was like jumping onto the thing because I can't like pull myself up, um, and I'm sore. I like I'm. It's been two days. Two days, yeah, and I'm like trouble sitting on the toilet seat. Sore. So this is gonna be a long road. That is for sure. Yes, yes, it will. Yes, but I think that's pretty much it. And I'm very doing what you can. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I think keep you active. What's that? Carl will keep you active. Oh, Carl's definitely gonna keep me on my toes. Carl's gonna be. Carl's gonna help with my agility training and reflexes. 
Um, <laughs> but I think my goal right now is just to like just to get in, into a routine of going um, because even before surgery, I was not being super consistent. And I do this every time before, like the second I book a surgery for anything, I'm like, well, what's the point? I'm going to lose all my muscle anyway in recovery. So I haven't been consistent for a while. So it's time to, it's time to at least like get on the schedule. Um, even if it means that I have to walk for 10 minutes on the truck. And that is a good strategy for anybody, no matter where they're at in their journey. If you don't want to go, go anyways. Even if you just walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes, you're building in that habit of, following through and going and literally just like that show up that show up attitude is such a game changer and sometimes like you will just go in and you'll do like one set of each movement or maybe or maybe you will just walk on the treadmill for a couple minutes and then you'll say you know what i'm fucking it's not nothing else is gonna happen today uh but something totally beats nothing and i see that so much and and i've seen it a lot over the summer with people like traveling and not being uh like having access to their regular gym equipment whether it be their home gym or, or a regular commercial gym um, it's like, girl, like, even if you, no matter what, you can still, you got, you got two legs, you can still do squats, you can still do lunges, you can still do pushups, you can still, there are so many things that you can still do that mm-hmm. there's nothing. Right, right. I always kick myself because I'm, I schedule my training sessions after I just finished a training session. So I'm like really feeling good. I'm like, okay, yeah, we can do 7 a.m. on Friday morning. I'm going to totally be down for that. And then 7 a.m. rolls around and I'm like, hmm fuck did i schedule this so early i don't want to do this i'm like but i can't cancel on him now because then i'm the asshole and i do it anyways and i'm always glad that i I do it but like there's never a time when i get up in the morning and i'm like oh i scheduled a workout yay i'm so excited to do this i'm always like i wish i'd eat okay well so schedule this so you've been working out with billy our trainer now for how like you've been consistent with billy how long now since like february okay so so like six months yeah yeah and so like what's changed since you have uh hired a trainer versus versus working out by yourself um the intensity of of what i'm doing um he's also just kind of tweaked some of my movements so that they're more effective um just with his his cues on on what i'm doing things small changes and small just like mind muscle connection things whatever that i wasn't quite fully grasping before that have just changed i mean the proof is in the heine can i took a i took a picture a side-by-side picture from um my lowest weight that it was is the same as my current weight from a couple of years ago to now and the difference between the two is pretty wild um yeah your shoulders have really but like naturally you're built a little bit more pear shape and i think that this is the coolest part about strength training is that you can totally defy genetics because looking at you now like you wouldn't think that you now now you look naturally (laughs) throughout through all of your hard work uh you look naturally hourglass because you've brought in more shoulder and you 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 do lean always towards having a smaller waist and that's worked in your favor but as we really put on shoulder back it's balanced out the lower half and you've got leaner in the lower half you have a very like literally like if you draw a straight line from just shoulder to your hip now it is a straight line and she has an hourglass shape from putting on muscle and that is that's the strength training you can create you can defy genetics (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it just it's increased the load that i'm doing it's it's just tweaked my technique so that i'm just being more efficient i'm you know i'm not having to do anything more than like a 30 minute session in order to be very effective uh and having and how much of a difference does the appointment factor make huge huge okay so much 
it makes me way more consistent um, because I am, uh, depending on, it, it, I'm having to show up for somebody else's time. So I'm more apt to be there versus if I'm laying in bed at seven o'clock and I decided that I was going to do a workout by myself, that snooze button might get hit. But if somebody else is waiting for me to show up, then my ass is getting up out of bed and showing up and we're doing it whether I feel like it or not. I can I can tell you that from not just you from but from anybody um, that trains with Bill or Renee uh, live. They, so the way it's set up is it's a Zoom session and you meet for I think it's a thirty minute session, right? Um, and it, and you do have full service personal training. You do it from home. You can bring them to the gym with a tripod. Um, we've talked about that before and had them on the pod before. But I can tell in the results of clients, and and, it, and it's even cooler to see when I have clients that have been around for a while that have been training independently that they decide to add in personal training afterwards. And I say, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, girl, you're like delts are popping, and you're <laughs> and like you're looking definitely more jacked everywhere. Like your glutes are nice and round. Um, and it does make a difference to have like somebody that is like like giving you cues and pushing you to bring that intensity and making sure that you're doing everything correctly. I see it like I literally can tell when somebody has has leveled up and added on that service. Um, and I'll tell you that training with Bill, uh, I keep calling him Bill because which I don't think anybody calls him Bill, but I call him I call him dad. Um, everybody calls him Billy. So excuse me. Um, training with Billy is uh, is incredibly affordable. Um, training, training live with a personal trainer, like in person at a gym with a personal trainer of his caliber is going to cost $150 to $200 a session. Um, and you're a fraction of that. And he's got really, really great packages and rates and all that. So, um, definitely if anybody hasn't gone through the fit with me personal training experience, even if you do it for like a three months or something, it will accelerate your skill set and your results. Like, crazy um yeah. i don't know if you got an extra little push to to tighten up and to show up um especially because it is the best time of year to get started yes. <laughs> or to level up but but really truly i see this, this time is the golden time and there is very little excuses to be had um and if you keep making excuses now is the time to cut the shit like you know if you if you want to do this get it done and this is a really fun window because um you i mean Pick out, pick out a smoking hot New Year's Eve dress and girl, you will be fitting into that thing uh, if you keep your shit together the next four months. <laughs> um, but I really do like this window of time. I think that it's a perfect time to dial it in. And I also think it's a good time to set the tone before the holidays start because, um, you know, that does that is the next, you know, calendar challenge. Um, but truthfully, like we'll we'll say it now. We're gonna say it again that the holidays are only a handful of days. Um, and even if you eat and drink like a total fucking moron on those days, if you keep it to those days, um, you've got a, you got a lot of opportunity to win. Up if you even if you take right. four days being a moron, uh, you can make incredible progress in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. Something else that I'm thinking about doing. Hey, clients who are listening uh, or people that are coming back or signing up. <laughs> Anna, I've been throwing around the idea. Let me know your interest of doing. So normally we do a holiday challenge and I'm not opposed to doing a challenge. And if you guys have any idea, want to do a challenge, let me know. If you have ideas for something else, let me know. But what I've been thinking uh, is doing like in lieu of a challenge, having people opt into a uh, it's going to be built in kind of to the program. But it's basically going to be a competition of whoever works the hardest and follows their plan for the last three months of the year. So October, November, December um, will have a year of free coaching. So let me know. Like about the and adherence 
adherence and intensity and bring that intensity. Um, so it's going to be, it, it's going to be probably a little bit more, a little bit more oats than our normal challenges are. There will definitely be, um, there'll definitely be some sort of like, you know, essay submission or something like that. Please don't fucking write a book. Give me a couple paragraphs as to why you think you deserve to win. Um, and I think that's, I think that's what I'm going to do, but, um, Let's see. I mean, you guys let me know if you're into that and uh, if you want to opt in and we'll probably make it like, what, 50 bucks or something to opt in. Not expensive at all, but enough to uh, have a little stake at the gate. So yeah. or we could do a challenge. I don't know. I'm super open to doing whatever you guys want to do. The challenges are fun. They're, I mean, they're they're a lot of work, but we don't mind doing them. Um, so I don't know. I'm open. We'll do something for the holiday season. But I think that this September time is a perfect ramp up so that uh, if you want to be a competitor, you can get rolling. Mm hmm. No. All right, we got to get more shit to talk today. What's that? I don't think so. I said just to start nailing those basic habits. That's all. Yeah, summer's over. Cut the shit. No more excuses. <laughs> no more excuses. Find all of the reasons why instead of using all of the reasons why not. Um, and you'll surprise yourself. Pool and back in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> or start swimming laps in the pool instead of drinking white cloths. Um, in, all, in all seriousness, uh, this is a really golden time to to dial it in. And if, uh, you know, anything that we can do to help officially, unofficially, don't be shy at asking. Uh, I'm really excited to see the progress that everybody's going to make uh, so that we can be walking into the new year, uh, just continuing on, not starting over yet again. Um, all right. Well, Carl is still asleep, which is a fucking miracle. Is Eli still asleep? Yes, he is. Well, it's a miracle. We got we got through a pod, both of the children sleeping. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. I think we've talked enough shit for today. If there is any shit you'd specifically like us to cover in the upcoming podcast, let us know. We'll be back. <laughs>